Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Comic Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Tori. And I'm Decoria. And today we have another, let me um, rant to Decoria about drama she has no idea about, but <laughs> <laughs> I get to get it off my chest. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's a very hot day in Hotlanta. I hope you're drinking your water, wearing your sunscreen. Um, you might want to carry a bug spray if you can because the insects I was outside for like five minutes taking pictures yesterday and the amount of bugs that tried to attack me was yeah. a little too personal. <laughs> like we have like fucking wasps, mosquitoes, like all of them. And they're all like bugs. in one place. Like they coexist in one facility and I don't understand. It. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, um, thank you for listening to this episode. If you love us, make sure you give us a five star review on whichever platform you're uh listening on. Um, but I just wanted to come up here and rant about a drama that is three years old now, but it constantly gets brought up when we talk about female-centric shows. Corey, when you hear the term female-centric shows, what characteristics or points do you think that show should make, or do you want that show to make? You said female-centric? Mm-hmm. So maybe, like, first of all, not the show shouldn't be through the lens of misogyny, but, you know, <laughs> probably yeah. won't happen. yeah. Me yeah um it should show positive relationships between female characters no kind of like petty jealousy that men think women have all the time oh Uh, okay okay um showing women you know just being strong and doing whatever they want to do type stuff basically right right yeah they can be vulnerable they can be strong as long as they have agency agency is very important so uh, there is there's a specific genre in like the rom-com genre it's like the girls in the city you know the girls who are friends they either live in a house together like sex of the city you've got like friends and things like that but then there's also other shows that kind of like show workplace rom-coms or like females in the workplace and good stuff like that and these type of shows happen across all different countries now when people are like oh i want to watch a female-centric show there are a few shows they talk about when it comes to k-dramas the first is age of youth which is one is a co um habitation show where it's girls in the same house and they're going through some stuff that one I will catch you on another podcast because I also have some shit to say about that one too. <laughs> um, but today we're going to be talking about the 2019-16 episode TVN female-centered um, strong female lead character show called Search WW. Right? Mm-hmm. W- Search WWW. So it's basically about... The show um, is basically the story of three women in their late 30s um, who work in the top two competitive web portal companies. Right? And so... Going into the show, you're like, oh, I'm I'm down. I'm ready to see women in suits. I'm ready to see women yeah. be bosses. And that, the show was giving, but there was a lot of other things the show was giving that I ended up writing at least three essays on when I was, you know, taking Korean classes. Because a lot of people like to be like, oh, this is a great female-centered show, and I would like to counteract that narrative. Okay, so our female lead, her name is Tammy. Her name is Beitami, but her English name is Tammy. Um, she worked at one company, but shit happens where she basically takes the fall for some bullshit and she ends up working at another company. She's a strong female lead. She doesn't believe in the institution of marriage. She is a boss bitch. Um, before I get into the reasons why I absolutely can't say this drama, there's one thing that um, is in the very forefront is the queer baiting. Um, I want to say there's been a lot of conversation on K-drama as of late because people use the term queer baiting wrong 
um, you know, skinship between two people of the same sex is not queer baiting. You know, yeah. there's platonic platonic skinship, platonic friendships. People who are friends hug and touch each other all the time. And a lot of people be like, oh my God, they're queer baiting because they're like the two male leaves are in a bromance or whatever. And it's like, no, they're just friends. Um, and then also too, <laughs> like in Korean culture, isn't skinship between, especially between men, like a lot more common than it is in somewhere like in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not uncommon to see men holding hands and they're completely, you know, both assistant heterosexual like there's no uh there's a little less individual boundaries or individual space compared to america mm-hmm. i feel like dudes don't ever get that close to each other in america in some senses because they're like oh no homo but you know you know yeah. you know being gay is the scariest thing to most men in, in the states <laughs> i don't know why um but yes but there's this kind of and i hope i'm using the term correctly but if you are our if I'm using the term incorrectly, please let me know. But what happens is they have these, the three female lead characters, right? Two of the female lead characters were friends in high school. They have this whole thing where like they meet again and there's like, you know, it's giving the entire rom-com effect. It's yeah. giving, you know, soft lighting, background, like heart fluttering type of things, but they both end up with men by the end of the series. So I was like, are they supposed to be coded as bisexual women who just end up having to be with men, which is fine. But they didn't come off to me. It came off to me. They're like, Ooh, look at this little, this moment that they have together. And it kind of entices it to, it doesn't really, they don't ever talk about it more than like showing you flashbacks of them in when they were in high school. Yeah. Uh, like kind of sort of not flirting. And I'm just like, I think it's queer baiting because they don't ever talk about it explicitly in the story. Of course, you can't do that on most Korean dramas talking explicitly about about um queer sexualities without it being censored to some point. But even then, it wasn't like, oh, we can't show you the extent of this, so we're just going to show you a little bit of it. It felt more like, ooh, look at these two women being together. I don't know. Maybe I read it weird, but I definitely think there was... Maybe it's not queer baiting. Maybe it was just like... um we can't explicitly say that these two people have feelings for each other then, but we're going to show you them type of thing. Yeah. But like when you said that they had the whole, like when they met again, that K drama friends, past yeah. friends, like to lovers moment that I could see why people would think that would be queer rating off the jump. Like, cause those kind of right, things right. are usually reserved for like couples. Yes. Yes. And so, and, and and of course, because nothing like ever comes out of it. They're just like friends, the yeah. entire rest of the series, which is fine. But like, it was, it comes off like, I think it's also because a lot of people were watching. It was like, damn, I wish we just would have went with this. Like why, do, especially when the men are inferior. Let me get into why I'm absolutely upset about this show. <laughs> because um, when you want female centric shows, we want the male counterparts to be up to par with the female leads, right? That's yeah. like the whole point. So the two characters who were put in this, like had a past maybe flirting situation in high school. One of them was married and has an ex-husband. And so they're kind of like this on and off flirting thing. And then the other one is dating or she ends up dating a young actor or whatever. And when I tell you the chemistry was on zero, was on zilch, <laughs> was on like non-existent, I was like, and these female lead characters are boss ass bitches. They're great at their jobs. They're smart, intelligent. They have, you know, they're really well written female characters, but I don't understand. Yeah. They're like on level fifty five hundred and these men are like 120 at best. <laughs> like, so basically the writers put all the effort into the female characters and kind of just the male characters 
they were afterthought to the point where they were like lacking like noticeably yes they were very flat characters to me like it didn't seem because like one of the the second female leads of this two pairing is like she went to juvie for beating up a sexual assault somebody was trying to like grope her in the (laughs) subway and i was like oh we love it we love the energy. We love the chaos. And she's smart. And she's like an athlete. And the actress who plays this character did really well. But she's like marrying. She's dating this. What comes off as like a huge age gap. Which is also something I don't understand. And we'll get to why I'm frustrated in a second. Um, why f- f- strong female leads can only date younger men. You know what I'm saying? The actress is 36. The male actor is 23. <laughs> oh, okay. So, if their chemistry was fire, then maybe I wouldn't care. And now that I'm thinking about it, he's 23 now. Twenty, he was not 23 three years ago. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feels like maybe like that whole kind of stereotype that men have, where like once they become successful, they get a little trophy wife who's much younger. But they kind of mm-hmm. apply that to strong women who are successful in shows, right? As well. Right. So my big thing about this story, which why I continue to talk about it in my essays, is the main relationship between the female lead and the male lead. So our female lead, she's a boss-ass bitch. She goes from one big company to the next. She's making moves, making this company money. She's funny, smart. She doesn't... She... um, um, I guess it's a moral... It's not a moral, but like um, an ethic or a value in her life is that she doesn't believe in the institute of marriage. So... Which is fine. Like, fuck the government. She's like, I don't want the government in my business when it comes to my relationships. And I'm like, I feel it. I get it. Because, like, why do I have to, you know, register with the government and stuff like that? But, um, so then there's the male lead. The male lead is this kind of, like, oh, there's a lot going on here. <laughs> the male lead is played by John Young, And I do like him in other projects that he's done. But he plays this guy called Park Morgan, um, and Morgan is uh, was adopted in Australia. He was sent to Australia when he was adopted, and he's like coming back to South Korea. I think he's like a photographer or some shit. I don't remember what his job is, but they like you know they're doing all the rom com things. They meet, they keep running into each other. He's like really laying it down, like I like you, like I like you, like you, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, we like flirting. I'm like, get it, sis, and so the constant so of course we have to come to a um a fight or a conflict between these two characters so his background is that he was adopted um he knows who his birth mother is he visits her all the time but she gave him up um because this is also something that the drama does is that she decided that she wanted to be a career rather be a career woman than a single mother and i'm like do what you gotta do at least she didn't like abandon the child and you know send them off you know like to live in poverty or anything like that he lived a pretty good life and so but because he's adopted his characterization that he really wants a family and he really wants to be married now our female lead don't believe in the institution of marriage she does not want to be married and so instead of the drama giving her a male lead who has the same ethics as her yeah the values they force her to end up with him at the end of the story like they break up because that's the only thing they fight about they literally fight about this at least two or three times in the drama they break up he leaves south korea but then at the end of the show, he comes back and she hugs him. And I'm like, sis, <laughs> red flag. Yeah. Like, 
I feel like what I continue to get at at my essays was like, I feel like they were punishing these women. This is supposed to be like a female powerful. This, this drama was trying to be a female centric, very powerful, very like, Ooh, you can be a boss bitch and still be in love, but you're not giving them partners that, you know, have the same ethic or morals or values who they're constantly going to fight. Like, cause they're never going to, cause the only way that this couple succeeds is if one of them gives up Compromise, the one thing yeah. that they want. And you shouldn't have to do that to be in a relationship. Like, And did she, like, did this character want kids at all? Or she was just like, no kids, no marriage? I don't remember if she wanted kids. I specifically remember her not wanting to be married. I think she might have wanted kids, but I don't think she would... As somebody, as much worth ethic as she has, I don't think she wanted to be a mom anytime soon, right? Mm, okay. She's in her late 30s. And this man is not. So why are we punishing strong female characters by not giving them spouses that are on the same level as them? So like yeah. this is like a problem I have with a lot of female-centric shows that happen in South Korea. Um, and some in China, too, because they don't allow... The female character can't be a powerful, like an all-powerful female character like a male character would be without having punishments. Yeah. Like there's something wrong. Like if this was a all like a male centric show, this this I don't think any of this would have been a problem. Yeah, if if the lady you're talking about was a male character, she definitely would have had a partner who didn't want a marriage, so like a long time living girlfriend, like if it was a guy. Yeah. So I mean, a lot of people like to praise the show because it does a lot of it is through the lens of a woman. But there's this layer of misogyny that you just can't get over. Like, people like to um, praise it because, like, there's, like... You know how they have those... um, Most rom-coms do POVs. Like, where you get to see the actors emote to the camera. And it looks like they're emoting to their partner or whatever like that. Mm -hmm. Or, in a lot of rom-coms, the women are, like, always in glowy light because the man looks at them and they're, like, heart flutters and things like that. But you really get to see that in a different way like women looking at their partners and being like damn i love this man right and yeah. so um there was a lot of scenes of that in the show of being like women it was through a female lens of looking at your your male partner and being like oh my god he's fine or oh my god he's in love and you don't get to see that a lot in rom-coms so that was great the drama is not awful but i don't think it's the you know women empowerment show that everybody likes to put yeah. on everybody's plate Especially yeah, if it's going to be an hour and 10 minutes for 16 episodes. Oh, no. <laughs> episode. Right. And so, like, I'm wondering, because the, the the writer for this is a woman. The writer for this is a woman. The director, that's a man. I think both are men. And I'm wondering what could what needed to be given or gave for the show to be correct. Because not, a, not only is the dynamics of all three couples whack, as held me they're all whack none of them <laughs> none of them are like salvageable um the dialogue they had for the male lead was giving romeo and juliet like he was oh, speaking no. in poetry <laughs> like speaking in, like the and i don't think this is i don't think this is the way well john Young is very good at characters who kind of um like intelligent like highly intelligent characters there's a lot of characters he's played um but like it the way it's so awkward like we're not like none of it felt like a real conversation whenever they were talking and they did have like a little bit of chemistry and i was rooting for them but the way that they would have conversations about marriage and the way that he would just be like 
it, it, it actually one of the dialogue that I remember clearly from the show is her being like, do you hear yourself talking right now? You're blaming me or you're getting mad at me for not wanting marriage. And I was like, this relationship is never going to work. So why was that the end goal? And so if the writer was going to give the female lead a conflict of meeting a man that she really liked, but couldn't be with because of marriage, then that should just been the end of it. I don't yeah. understand why they had to get back together. Because it's screaming toxic. It's Because <laughs> at the end of the day, like you said, that relationship is not going to work if one of them don't compromise. Like, in the end, if there's mm-hmm. no kind of compromise, it's not going to work. And if one of them do compromise, the other person is going to resent them. So Right. They're not going to be happy. There's, like, yeah. no happiness in this. And so when I look at, you know, shows that attack female-centered plot, a lot of them are just like, ooh, we're going to put a bunch of women in it we're either going to make them mimic a male lead character, make them be loud, make them cuss, make them annoying, make them, you know, assholes. And that's supposed to be an equivalent of strength. Or you have shows like this, which for like 40% of the show, it is giving, you know, female such a plot in the workplace. Like the women were the bosses, the heads, the CEOs, they were making moves and doing things and all of this good stuff. But and you know, and all of the misogyny that they were combating in the workplace was replaced with misogyny. Well, let's see. How do I phrase this? It was replaced with partners that were supposed to be the ideal of a female centered plot, but they were just um plot products of a misogynistic, say. yeah, of misogynistic thinking. Okay. Cause yeah, like all three of these female leads are in their late thirties, but only one of them is dating someone who's our age. Why is that a thing? (laughs) What, all the other ones are, like, younger? Yeah, I think there's the... One was, when this aired, she was 33, he was 20. I'm pretty pretty sure MC Young and John Young are not close in age. Let's see. She was 39 when this aired, and he was 25. Yeah, like like I said, it's definitely that thing of where like that that stereotype that successful men always marry much younger women, yeah. and yeah. even though there's like a lot of truth to that because it does happen, they sit mm-hmm. there and apply that to women, but it's not always like that for women. Like a good, it truly of time. isn't. A lot of women don't date men so young, and I wonder if it's a cultural thing in Korea that. But I don't think it is. <laughs> like the way I see most celebrity couples is that the man is usually older than the woman. Yeah. Yeah. There's rarely, and if there's a woman who is older than the man, then it's sensationalized. Yeah, They're it's like, a controversial, scandalous. It's controversial, scandalous. But also the fact that, um, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> but also the fact, I had a good point. Um, oh, I think this is also a product of the fact that when most people make a rom-com, they hire young actresses and older men. And so this is a product of that of being like okay we can do older women and younger men but what everybody really wants i feel like what the majority of us want are just couples around the same age yeah like i don't know why it's so come why it's so polar opposites all the time like you'd be watching rom-coms and the male lead be like 38 (laughs) and the female lead just turned 21 yesterday Goblin. (laughs) (laughs) goblin um um actually goblin the age difference of the actors wasn't as big as the age difference of the actual characters was very problematic but um but i don't know why no one's thinking about doing a middle ground 
I'm like, I know you, Marin and Nia, complain about that a lot, right? Like, how, like, there's no same-age couples and stuff like that. And I wonder if, like, maybe writers, well, not all writers, but, like, not even just the writers. Maybe the entertainment companies and the production companies feel like those kind of stories would be boring. But at the same time, I feel like if you don't have the ability to write a story a romance story where there's not a huge age gap then maybe you're just not that good of a writer oh come on it's literally the same thing with people who always write high school stories but include like extreme elements in them of like yes sexual assault and drugs like every other episode like i feel like if you don't have the ability to write that kind of normal stuff and make it good then maybe you're just not that good of a writer and it's crazy because most the majority of the show is workplace right and so it's really like a normal show so i don't understand where the disconnect comes in because like (laughs) like it we we complain about this all the time this cycle makes female actresses people don't want to hire them after they turn 30 yeah um they become moms very quickly like and then younger men aren't allowed to be heartthrobs because y'all are still stuck on the heartthrobs that were heartthrobs in the 90s. So why are we, or like five years ago, like nobody's, I feel like it's also like a lot of production people are not willing to take a chance on new faces. They just want, they want an audience to come with it. But my thing is that there's plenty of actors with a great audience that are the same age as the actresses you were hiring. So what's happening somebody somebody needs to just explaining to me what the hell is going on um but yeah i'm i'm i was i'm woefully always disappointed in this show whenever i revisit it because it was really not banging it was good but it wasn't like it's not i when people look for shows where they want strong female leads after seeing the atypical female lead who cries who yells who scream, who doesn't have an emotional intelligence because the writer didn't feel they needed to write this. This is a show that people recommend. And I yeah. recommend you watch it. But again, my biggest thing is that you have to critique your media. After revisiting this show year after year, I'm always like, it. there's just so much wrong with the conclusion of it <laughs> that yeah. it it doesn't live up to the hype that it once had. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe like... Maybe if they took the romance out of the show completely, maybe that oh, would have made it better. Please give us a female-centered show without romance. Yeah, Nobody will that, do that. that could have been like a simple solution, like because like right. you were saying, like the female characters are so great, but the male characters are flat. So that just obviously means that they didn't spend enough time like writing the characters. So just take the right. whole romance plot out. Just take the whole romance plot out, but nobody will do that because women in their 30s are, like, having crises about not being in relationships. Of course, that was not what most of the people in the show were talking about, but that's what people think. They're like, you have to be married before you're, like, 30 or, like, once you pass 30 before you're 40. It's, like, because women, you know, age up and dry out. (laughs) Like, so I would love to see a female-centric show without any romance. I don't think we'll ever get one. (laughs) We yeah, probably won't ever get one. Um, and this was also like one of the few shows that I felt like had um, genuine friendship. There was genuine friendship happening. It was more like frenemies because most of them worked at different companies. But it was like they were respectful enough of each other without being petty or childish. Yeah. Which I do appreciate. Which the drama did very well. Because most women get along pretty well, pretty fine. <laughs> yeah. Especially once you pass a certain age. 
maybe I'm talking outside of my mouth because I don't work in an office. Maybe people who work in an office can tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> maybe people are still catty That's in their fifties. I worked in an office before and like. It wasn't that much drama. Well, not to me, but that's because I don't care about like anything. I just be working, minding my business. Yeah, we are very nonchalant about it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, search WW. It's I mean, watch it if you're curious. Um, I'm pretty sure most people would enjoy the show. But I just can't help but critique it, especially after so many years and after it's still is recommended to people as like a great female centered plot. I don't think it's a great female centered plot. I think it's decent character writing. I think it's awful romance and it's a good workplace drama. <laughs> that is my conclusion of this rant. I hope you enjoyed. Um, but yeah, come talk to us on Twitter or TikTok. Oh, a uh, Twitter or TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't think. On Twitter, TikTok at C O M M N T D. Leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. We are also on Stitcher now. So if you have a Stitcher subscription, go listen to us there. Um, we love you guys and we'll see you in the next one. Until next time, I'm Tori. And I'm Decoria. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.